0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends. This is episode two. Uh, we're glad to be with you again. We've made it after one episode. We're coming back with the second one. So that's progress. Uh, I'm wel- welcoming back uh, my friends, Amy Radowski. Hey there. And Charlie Odie. Hello. So, hey, guys, uh, let's start off just like we did last week. Uh, it's week four of the Open. We just finished that up. How do you guys feel after 20.4?
1: Well, I'm still starting to feel uh, the soreness go away, so that's the positive. But it took a good <laughs> few days for my quads and glutes to feel better.
2: And you, Charlie? I feel pretty good about it actually. Uh, got some pistols. Um, almost hit my uh, face with my knee on those box step ups. As a shorter athlete, you guys will know uh, know that pain. So
1: yeah.
0: I do know that pain. Um, I have a 28-inch inseam and trying to step up on a 24-inch box for the first time in two years because uh, if you've listened to my intro at all, I'm coming off a couple injuries. Uh, that was a struggle. And last week, I bragged about being pain-free in this year's Open. Uh, that is no longer the case. Uh. So I uh, had a little pop in the in the calf on my 57th step up. Uh, that wasn't great, had to do strict 135, reverse curl and press, um, but got through those 15 and then had to call it a day, but uh, haven't stepped up on a box that high in two years, got 60 of them done somehow, so go. I'll count that as a win, uh, and we can move on, and, and again, letting you guys all know, we are just average Joe CrossFitters, yes. we're all in the Masters category. That's right. Uh, That's right. Some of us further in than others. Uh, speaking for myself, and so we're we're just we do this to have fun. Uh, we love the competition of it, um, but we also are geeks about everything that goes on for the game season and all that. Even though we can't compete at that level uh, anymore, so
1: I compete in my mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes that's the best competition. <laughs> so that daily grind can be a mental struggle. So uh, I know I compete every day. So we're going to talk real quick about the leaderboard. Um, And so I'm going to start with the men's leaderboard. Uh, Number one, we have this week, this again, it's Wednesday evening. I checked it about four o'clock this afternoon. Things can always change with rulings and things like that. So at the time that we're recording this, uh, Lefteris Theofendolis, I need him to drop out of the top or whatever (laughs) so i don't have to pronounce his name anymore uh number two we have matt frazier i've heard of him i think yeah number three jeffrey adler number four pat Vellner, and number five all of our favorites noah olson Mm. uh so those are the top five then the cut line is still sitting at 27 and just in under that cut line is ben smith chandler smith Rich Froning, Wow! last week he was out, now he's in, uh, and Cole Sager is actually on the bubble. Okay. So, thumbs up to Cole for, for that. Yeah. Um, but just out, and in the last week competing to get across that line, we have Scott Panchek, which we know he is now going with the Mayhem team, right, so sure. uh, that's not going to matter too much to him. Uh, he's in 29th. His brother Spencer is in 32nd. Sean Sweeney fell out and went to 35. Willie Georges, 38. Brent Fikowski moved up a little bit, but he's still in 39th. And Saxon Pancheck, 55.
1: Yeah, I think, is this the first time that we've seen Spencer above Saxon on the on the overall leaderboard? There
0: may have been a week or okay. two that one was higher than the other. They, but I think Saxon has always finished higher than Spencer. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: well, and, and I I love the Pancheck brothers, but, but this is also kind of nice just to see uh, Spencer get his chance to be a little bit a little bit higher
0: on on that leaderboard. Yeah, we've actually um, I think we've all had the opportunity to work out with the Pancheck yes, brothers, um, and to watch them work out in person. My goodness, the the gap between them is so small, but the gap between them and us is like a <laughs> <cabin>. <laughs> <laughs> Um so we we always root for the Panchecks. We we actually know them personally, so uh, They've we dropped always in check
1: here a few times. Yeah,
0: we so we always check them out on the leaderboard to see kind of where they're at. Um, any other thoughts about about the men's leaderboard? Anybody well, that you think like Brent Fitkowski, I think he's going to have a good shot because most likely we haven't seen wall balls and we haven't uh, seen rowing. Well, the tall men yeah, <coughs> yeah. movements. Uh, this could be his week to kind of move up into that top.
1: I agree, but I don't know if you uh, saw on Instagram, if you saw him doing all of his uh, weights for this 20.4, he posted one clean at each weight and they all looked identical. They all looked like power cleans, even at that 315 weight. So, I mean, he's, he's definitely got the strength. So yeah, I'm I'm real interested to see how he does in 20.5. But also super excited to see Belner in the top five. Um, big fan of his.
0: Um, yeah, I think this is his best open finish
2: yeah. if he stays in the top five yeah. ever. Because uh, yeah. last year he didn't qualify through the open. Yeah. Right. I think uh, Cole Sager will make a push. He always finishes well. Um, I mean, not only not is he a great guy, but he's you know, he's one of those guys who, who never stops pushing even if he's behind. So. Yeah. Well, and
0: the CrossFit Cowboy, you know, he didn't make it through the open last year, and that's Sean Sweeney.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: he made it through the sanctionals, but you know, he's doing really well. He's right outside that cut line. Um, it'd be cool to see him kind of get in. Um, I enjoyed watching um, him put the uh, cowboy hat on at that last clean during the uh, <laughs> during yeah. The
1: that was that was fun.
0: Yeah. Not only does he clean and jerk three fifteen, he does it with a cowboy hat yep. on.
1: Yep. Did he? I wonder. Did he repeat that? That one I didn't get a
0: chance to look. yeah I didn't I didn't get to look at his score to okay. see if he actually finished it. Um, the one thing I, I want to say about the workout and maybe I should have done this in our previous segment but you know I, I was watching somebody who talked about the thing the misleading part of this is you look at it as a 20 minute workout so you think you have to pace but there's a point in the workout where it slows down so much because of the heaviness mm-hmm. of the barbell that really you needed to sprint the front end. Because it slowed down so much at at those heavier weights. Yeah. Um, And I think that was, if I could have continued on, that's probably a mistake I made. I really paced uh, those first couple rounds um, and
2: probably should have went a little bit harder. I think on those same lines, I I thought about doing more box jumps because of the height of the box. Mm. Being able to save a little bit of the pressure of getting my leg up there and the other one.
1: Yeah. And using a little bit more momentum with your, with your
0: arms. And all yes. That, yeah. All right. With that, let's move over to the female side of the house. Um, top five. Um, again, as we speak here, Wednesday evening, uh, Sarah is holding strong at number one. Annie has moved up to number two. Emma McQuaid um, from Ireland is number three. Tia Toomey. I think I've heard of her. Uh, she's in fourth and Kristen Holta uh, holding strong in number at number
1: five. I'm just going to add number six because it's one of my favorite athletes, Jamie Green.
0: Yeah, yeah. I debated
1: <laughs> on whether throwing that <laughs> in my notes or not. I'll just throw that out there.
0: Um, with the women, the cut line is actually a lot lower. There's a lot more international flavor to their top 20, so that means that more countries are taking the spots away. So the cut line actually drops to 34.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and. There's not as many big names not in at this moment on the women's side as there are on the men. But last week we talked about um, Amanda Barnhart, Mm -hmm. uh, who was actually just down the road in Dayton from us. Uh, She was out last week in the 50s. She's jumped 27th. So she is, um, you know, what is that, seven places under the cut to get in, uh, which is awesome. You knew the heavy barbell was going to help her out a little bit this week. And then Alessandra Pacelli is at 33, Mm -hmm. uh, just under that cut line. A couple names that are out, and again, um, there's not many big names out, and that is Haley Adams. Mm -hmm. She's at 37. Uh, Meg Reardon at 41. Alexis Johnson at 46. We don't know if she's going team again this year. Uh, Jess Griffith we're going to talk about in a minute. And then Bethany Shadburn is all the way down at 57. Uh, She was, I believe, in the cut. Last week and has fallen down pretty far. That heavy weight uh, really hit her hard. Yeah,
1: you know, I'd like to make uh, a point about the leaderboard too. Is that Cara um, Sanders is in seventeenth right now after taking a full year off, and here she is back
0: in the top. Well, what's crazy, she didn't even get a full year off because <laughs> of the second so, open, yeah. and so she's only a few months postpartum, yeah. and she's seventeenth in the world. Yep. Right back there. I I saw an article where she was saying that uh, a 20.2 was about as rough a workout as she's ever had to do because of just having a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she had to do it twice to keep her standing. Um, so
2: yeah, kudos to Cara. I mean, uh, wow. Yeah. I give a nod to a lot of our athletes here at our gym who work out through their pregnancies and they, they seem to jump back into, uh, back into CrossFit and almost don't even lose much of a step. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a good point there, Charlie, especially ever after having a wife that's gone through a couple I of pregnancies. Mean, you here. said that, <laughs> I can see <say> it. <laughs> no, I mean, just as myself, you know, I got into CrossFit after having kids and man, I really wish I would have known about CrossFit or been into it when I was was pregnant because I definitely see the the amazing benefits and how quickly they get back to shape. So
0: yes, definitely kudos to them. Yeah, I've never been pregnant, so I don't know how to okay. respond to that. And so, well, um, there's uh, a <laughs> lot of great resources here if you if you that should become an issue. So we we mentioned Jess Griffith. Uh, so we got to bring up it just came out yep. uh, today on her Instagram account yep. that her 20.4 submission was, uh, rejected. was rejected, mm-hmm. full rejection. Um,
2: one of you guys want to fill us in on on what that says? Uh, well, but basically, she. Um, did her math incorrectly, like you know, a lot of us. It's it's hard to do math when you're working out so much, and uh, you know, added ten pound plates on the side instead of fifteen pounds. So she mm-hmm. actually did, I believe it was one hundred and five, instead of one hundred and fifteen. Correct. So, you know, with that, you know, it's kind of it's cut and dry. She she took the uh, took the blame the full blame for it. Said she, you know, told the guys to put on something and did her math wrong. And, now you have it. She's probably out of the open and I got to win a sanction.
1: Yeah.
0: So what I found, what I liked about her Instagram is she, she said she took a day to kind of be, feel frustrated with herself. I mm-hmm. uh, kind of had that pity party. Uh, but then the next day she goes, it wouldn't be a Jess Griffith story without twists and turns. Yep, yeah. that's And, true. Uh,
2: and so kudos to her for having a really good attitude. Yeah. It's like, it's not a Clydesdale uh, open without a, an injury. It, exactly. <laughs>
0: Good point. So speaking of injuries. So, uh,
1: well, back to that for a second. So do you know, is she planning on going team again or was she, do we know?
2: She, so she said, oh, go ahead. Charlie. No, she said that she was hoping to qualify as an individual through the open.
1: Okay.
2: Um, still hoping to do that through some of the sectional
1: mm-hmm.
2: things, but it's going to also do some team sanctionals as well. Okay. Just have a good time with
1: her buddies. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but what one of the downfalls is, is a lot of the um,
0: sanctionals are using the open as the qualifier. So now because her open score is rejected, she, does, she doesn't have that qualifying spot for some of the sanctionals, Got it. Uh, which hurts her uh, in a couple areas.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but she is doing some team stuff with Danny Spiegel, yep. uh, Alex Smith, and I can never, Cody. it's Mooney, Cody Mooney. Um, I went to high school with a Mooney and his name was C.P., (laughs) and that's all I can ever think of um, when I think of him, but Cody Mooney. Um, So speaking of injuries, um, we want to talk about someone else, and that is, we talked about her last week. Sam Briggs got a penalty. Uh, She said that was going to take her out of the open, but we actually looked at it, and she was only a couple points out of being the UK champ. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was analyzing the leaderboard this morning, I looked and said, ooh, that heavyweight must have taken her out because... She got 850, uh, 867th on that workout, uh, which then dropped her down to 187th in the world. Uh, she was in the 80s last week, and there's a bunch of UK women now ahead of her. Uh, but what we learned today on Instagram is, Amy, do you want to update on that?
1: Yeah, that she, um, she has an injury with her leg or foot. She didn't really describe in detail what it was, but just said, You know, that her clean felt really good at that last weight, but she said the jerk did not, um, but just said that she would spare us a video for that. Um, And then she was seen, you know, uh, wearing a boot. So, uh, sounds like she's out for the rest of the open, um, but no real details about what the injury is. So.
0: And she, just like Jess Griffith said, you know, it wouldn't be an open without me having to fight (laughs) through an injury, which is is what she's done for years. Uh, So she's just going to have to go the sanctional route. Um, But if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Sam. (laughs) Yep, That's for sure. So anything else about the leaderboard before we move on guys? No, I don't think so. Cool. So a couple things I just wanted to highlight. Um, One thing is going to be a positive. Um, I wanted to talk about Emma Carey. Emma Carey, she's a 15-year-old girl. Uh, She's actually competing in the 16-, 17-year-old division because she turned 16 before the Games next year. Um, She was actually in the top 20 going into 20.4. 15 years old, top 20 in the world. In 20.1, she finished 12th in the world Mm -hmm. with a a score of 841. In 20.2, she finished 9th in the world. She got 29 full rounds. In 20.3, she finished 187th in the world. She completed that workout in 831. Mm -hmm. Um, And then this week, the weights got heavy. She's 15 years old. Uh, It took its toll, and she came in 570th in the world. Still at the age of fifteen, yeah. five hundred and seventieth world is pretty good. She did get two of the heavy clean and jerks at fifty at two hundred five uh, at fifteen years old. That's pretty impressive.
1: Oh my gosh, we didn't even have anybody in our gym on the ladies' side to even even get one at the two hundred five, and here we have a fifteen-year-old who's getting one.
0: So. Yeah, I don't, we didn't get any men on men to get to nope. the three fifteen bar at all. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, for a 15-year-old girl to be pulling this off, we actually have a 15-year-old boy Mm -hmm. in our gym in the same predicament where he turned 16 before the games, and he's competing at those RX weights. I mean, it's a lot for a kid that age. Oh, my gosh. It's aggressive. Yeah, for sure. Uh, It's fun watching him. He, He has so much athletic ability. It's fun to watch him go through it. But when that weight gets heavy, he really struggles. Yeah. So I uh, just wanted to shout out to her. I mean, that is amazing. Um, and I believe she is in the same gym as Jess Griffith. Because uh, uh, if you look at the leaderboard, Jess has been her judge on several of her workouts. Um, so she's surrounded by some people that know how to compete. Um, so that's awesome, too. So Definitely. I, I think that's in the St. Louis area. Is Jess still in St. Louis or is she? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay. So... Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is not so good, um, and that is the the name I can't pronounce, <laughs> uh, Lefteris Theophondolis from Greece. Uh, he is currently number one in the world in the open, and there has been some uh, internet scuttle about his submission video uh, for twenty point four or twenty point three. So I'm anxious to see what CrossFit's ruling is on this. And again, just to give you guys some background, I have judged at the regional level, sure. um, and I have done some video review work for CrossFit, uh, so I pulled up the video to find out what all the scuttle was about, and uh, in my opinion, uh, the video should be rejected. Okay, so tell us more. So uh, when Leftris goes up against the wall, uh, the directions say you should have a straight edge object from the head to the wall to find a a point uh, to make the first marking.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, It is just done with a floating finger.
1: Mm.
0: Hmm. At that point, he pulls away. The guy holding his finger, then using his index finger, he turns his hand sideways, and his middle finger is touching the wall now, too. Okay. When they go to make the mark, he actually pulls the index finger back, and it's just the middle finger on the wall. Hmm which is lower than the right. index finger. Which was on an measurement anyway. Then he calls a, a second person over and says, here, mark this place on the wall. That person then just points and it is lower than the second finger. Mm-hmm. So at this point, you're probably down inch, inch and a half, maybe two inches from the original spot. If the floating original floating finger sure. wasn't low, then, um, In some of my um, Facebook pages with other judges, uh, I could not blow the video up enough to see the tape measure enough, Um, but I could see the the measurement from the elbow to the um, tip of the finger, and that was 27 whatever units they were using. Mm -hmm. When they measured on the wall, uh, a judge, a friend of mine said they blew that up, and they used 12 units, whatever they're using. Mm -hmm. That is not half of 27. Sure, sure. So now you're down whatever units plus the couple that the fingers are down and his handstand pushups were done at a much shorter distance than what people were required.
1: So my question for you, Scott, is if other um, athletes wanted to go and view some of these videos just for, just for their own knowledge and where, where would they go to, to find these submissions?
0: So that one's easy. Um he actually submitted the video with his score. Okay. Uh, so when you go to the leaderboard, there's a little video camera right beside his score. You can click on it and see his specific video. Um, some of the other videos are are only seen if they release them or um, if CrossFit would release them for some reason. Okay. But they're submitted directly to CrossFit. Um, some of the athletes post them on YouTube and then go ahead and submit them with there. Um, what what baffles me, and I said this to Charlie earlier, is he's number one in the world. People are going to be looking at this video. Right, right. right. You would have thought you would have made a really good attempt to make a good video. Yes. right?
1: Yeah. So speaking of that, if we're talking about videos, can I bring up the next? Sure. I was just thinking about Brooke Wells and her handstand push-ups.
0: So I did not see this year's version of the handstand push-up.
1: Okay. Well, all I saw was, yeah, just that her Instagram post of her doing them. And and that particular uh, camera angle was once again, you know, from across the gym on her handstand push-ups. So I don't know if that was just, you know, kind of what she's posting as maybe somebody else in the gym was filming her doing it. And that wasn't her submission video, but I just thought, "Uh uh-oh, that's a little risky here.
2: Yeah, I'd hope at this point she'd figure out, maybe I'm not going to uh, short this system again. Right. I do, in some in some form of defense,
0: I do have to say, you know, if you read the standards of how the video submission needs to be, mm-hmm. you have to have the clock in the picture. Yeah. You have to have all the movements in the picture. The person can't leave the frame. The equipment can't leave the frame. And you have a workout with a 25-foot... Okay path that has to be in the frame, Mm -hmm. how do you get all that in with a wide angle?
1: Which is why so many athletes are using the app where the clock is
2: showing already in the app. Right. She also kind of had the tape was a little bit blended in with the wall behind her. So, so So, I nitpicking. So, you know, I'll, just we
1: not at that level. Right.
0: <laughs> so I'm not the only yeah. one that, that has Jesus. made this argument. So if you go out to Arm Hammer TV,
1: yeah,
0: um, he actually reviewed his own 20.3, and he and because it's so long, he actually does a comparison. If I put the camera here at the end of my hand, handstand lane, mm-hmm. walking lane, and here's me just filming it for Instagram purposes, mm-hmm. the difference is is huge. Mm-hmm. So if you want to take a look at that, um, he actually does that as an experiment, does a side-by-side. So you can say, this is meeting CrossFit standards, and this is me just filming the video. Um, But I can't excuse Brooke Wells completely, because she is notorious um, for the handstand push-ups, so much so that they, when you are judging regionals, which don't exist anymore, but when I judge regionals, they said, that do not allow the Brookwells Wells move. Um, they actually named it.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, uh, th- where she arches her back right. and then rests her body on the wall. Sure. Yeah. Um. So, hopefully, Brooke doesn't listen to this. I don't think we have enough followers yet for that. But well,
1: you know, no, I just I was using that as an example though, like just with talking um, about posting videos or or um, your video submissions. It's just. You know, it's no not trying to knock Brooke, but just to try to learn from it so that other athletes can learn from that too.
0: Well, what I think has been awesome this year is, is CrossFit has really taken a harder stance on the video submissions. Yeah. Yeah. So we are getting penalties fair as quickly as they can get through all the videos. <laughs> right. um, it's, they're like a week later. So we should hear something today or tomorrow mm-hmm. about 20.3. Um, so that'll be interesting. I really am anxious to see about this left Theo Fondolis and And, what they do there
1: and I'm curious too on that we know we talked about this one last week too is I'm curious what happens with Jacob Heppner true yeah With the 20.3 with him doing handstand pushups
0: on his fist Mm -hmm.
1: yeah fists
0: (laughs) as my opinion I don't think they're going to do anything about that yeah I'd I'd be happy I think it's more difficult to push up (laughs) on your (laughs) fists so he actually made it harder on himself Um, but, but that's my opinion yeah this one, I think, I, I just want to know, are they going to make it a major penalty reject, or are they going to just dock him some points? Right.
1: So if they do it, if they reject the video, then what happens? He
0: has no score for 20.4? He has 20 no score four? for 20.4. He will be out. And that's what happened to 20 Jess 20 Griffith. 20.3. 20.3. Yeah, okay. Right. So that's what happened to Jess Griffith with 20.4. Got right? it. Um, hers was rejected. She has no score for 20.4. Got it. Um, But the interesting thing there, and I I hate to keep going back and forth, but she did say that she has reached out to some of the sanctionals who are allowing her to redo it with the proper weight for their qualifier. Oh, interesting. Um, But she hasn't heard back from all of them. It was just one or two that have said yes. Go ahead and redo it. Okay. So that's all the news for the week. Now we get to go into the kind of the fun part of it things. And that is what's the best thing you saw this week?
2: Well, I I have uh, actually two things. Um, One, they just released the Dubai uh, fitness. Whatever you call it competition from last year. Um, It is for rent, but um, it is a great watch. Uh, Matt Frazier won that year. And Jamie Green, I believe, as well. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of top name athletes in it.
0: Um uh, and that, was Taylor, that done
2: by the buttery bros? They were part, they're producers in it, but it was done by a Dubai company. Okay. Uh, so it's really well put together. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a great watch. If you, if you want to watch something, it's, it's along the lines of Fittest on earth. Uh, there's some backstage comments. There's some, you know, they talk to Frazier. They talk to Sarah a lot. Um, Laura Horvath was in it, and this is the the one she got hurt when she was she was doing pretty well in it. So there's a lot of athletes in it, and it's a good watch. So where where did where did you find it? That is on it's on iTunes, it's on Amazon Prime, it's on Vimo And, uh, so and how, how much are they charging to rent it? Uh, my wife did it, so it's probably seven million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Probably four ninety nine, something like that. Something, okay. Something not bad.
0: Yeah, that's typical for Prime is in the $5 range for a rental. Um, so I'll go next. Okay. Um, one, the, one of the, and I know you have a second one, yeah, so we'll just good. go around again. Um, one of the things I saw was Brooke, Brooke Entz announcing that she's coming back uh, to competition, um, which I think CrossFit is better when she is a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she is a she's a dynamic personality, and the way she's coming back, she did not do the open this year, um, but the West Coast Classic wants to have that regional feel in California. So all past winners of the California region get an automatic invite hmm. to compete in the West Coast Classic. Fine. And so she got the invite, and she announced on her podcast uh, between the reps that she is going to make a comeback. Uh, and compete in the West Coast Classic and see how that goes and kind of go from there. So that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say that the uh, Fakowski video with him doing uh, all of his um, 20.4 as power cleans, he posted that on his Instagram, and that's pretty impressive to watch him hitting those 275 and 315s as a power clean after all those pistols and box jumps.
0: He has gotten so strong. Yes. That used to be his weakness.
1: Yeah. So that's something to check out and pretty, pretty fascinating. Uh,
2: my last one was, you know, we were talking about the girl who's 15 years old. There's a, there was a 21 year old girl, Sasha Davis, I believe from Argentina, uh, who finished 20.4 in 11 minutes. So, wow. Uh, you know, just a, just a goal for everybody to uh, shoot for when we redo, uh, 20.4 at some point uh, in your own gym or, uh, you know, in one of these opens. But yeah, 11 minutes. If wow. you need her. Uh, and then my
0: second one, and we're not always going to have two, but uh, if you watch the Team Richie video vlog, um, they are actually in Australia right now. And they went with Tia to her childhood home uh, where her parents were sugarcane farmers. Uh, and she is actually going to build. Her own barn at her parents' house, uh, very similar to what Rich did in Cookville. Um, Dance she, in here. a wink and a nod, and Dan, said yeah,
1: Dan Bailey doing it here,
0: that, yeah. Uh, she, had, with a wink and a nod, said it was going to be better than Rich's. Ah, one. Um, but, but just for like beautiful scenery, um, it is a, a really cool watch. Uh, where she grew up is right on a, um, a canal
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, that she had to cross every day to go to school. And she had to hide a boat uh, <laughs> while she was in school so that she could get back across the canal after school. Oh so it's really kind of cool. And it's the first time she's ever taken anybody to her childhood island. That's really cool. So really cool uh, to check that out. That's Team Richie uh, a couple days ago. Uh,
1: the last thing I'll say is just following the 20-point for announcement was getting to watch Mars and Heber do the workout and their skin tight onesie yeah. outfits. That was pretty. I will say that was pretty inter- entertaining to watch. That.
0: And they expand on that in their buttery bros episode. Yeah. Uh, from that, which is really hysterical. So, their their stuff is always good. Um, Definitely. So I know that Amy had a couple questions from some of our listeners. Okay. Uh, so she's going to hit me with those, and then we'll close it out with uh, 20.5.
1: So I had, I had some questions about the name, and they said, Why the Clydesdale Crossfitter? So I thought I would allow you to answer that here on your.
0: So uh, for those of you who can't see me, since this is an audio podcast, I am a, a larger man. Um, and when I was younger, they used to have races around my hometown, and they had a Clydesdale division meaning that you weighed over like 220 pounds. So that division had its own race, um, and they gave prizes out to the winner of the Clydesdale division. Um, and so the Clydesdale is the biggest horse, right?
1: Okay.
0: Um, and that's yeah. where that came from. So um, I think, and I want to start advocating, that there should be a Clydesdale division of the CrossFit mm-hmm. Open. All right. Uh Perfect. You know, the larger athletes, when they scale, it's always lighter and faster. You know, it's not that that we struggle with. We don't struggle with the heavy weight. It's right. yes. it's the gymnastics aspects of things. Um, and I think it discourages some of the bigger athletes sometimes when they just can't advance in those areas and they never get to pick up a barbell of any kind of uh, weight. So uh, that's why I named it that, and that's why... Um, And and that's something I truly believe in. I think it should be a division going forward in CrossFit. If Greg Glassman is true about wanting to be about health uh, and wellness, that means you've got to reach those overweight people that are struggling and give them an avenue to compete uh, as well.
1: All right. I'm down with that. I can see that perspective.
0: So that's why. And let's finish this up with some 20.5 predictions. Right. Muscle ups.
2: Ugh. And wall balls.
1: I definitely think rowing. Here's. Here, okay. I could see rowing, wall balls, and chest to bar pull ups. And probably muscle ups. But I just find it interesting. We haven't. I mean, we've only had toes to bar as far as gymnastics movements. Okay. We had handstand push ups. Yes. Uh, handstand oh. walks. Pistols. Pistols. But not anything else on the bar or.
0: Or rings. so it's obvious that we've not had pissed or we've not had wall balls or rowing, but those are doable by the entire community. So when you're trying to get the tip of the spear for the games, mm-hmm. is that enough? Even at a high volume, is that enough to get you? There has to be some element, um, of an overhead squat, <gasps> um, a muscle up there. There has to be that, that technical aspect somewhere
2: that separates for the tip of the spear. Yeah. You no, know, we also have it done as an A and a B. <laughs> so a twenty-five point twenty-point-five A with a
1: yeah. max
2: something as a B.
1: But I feel like I feel like after last week's heavy weights, that there wouldn't be an A and a B.
2: Who says
0: the A and the B have to be a weight thing? Could be max muscle ups. Could be max chest to bars after you finish this workout
1: i don't know but whatever it is i just know it's going to be terrible <laughs> <laughs> every every 0.5 makes you go to a dark place
0: you know I, it 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 should just be another workout in the gym right but for some reason we put so much pressure on these open workouts yes. that we elevated it to a level that we get sick to our stomach we yes. want to throw up we just want to get it over with um but really gosh i wish i could just look at it as hey it's friday at the gym and i need to work out
1: yeah <laughs> right but i think that's kind of what makes it also special if you didn't have that feeling it would just it would just be another workout it would be you know and i had some, some good perspective i was coaching the other day and i was talking to some of some athletes who have been doing the opens for several years and we were kind of reminiscing about yeah that 0.5 was always just so terrible and then i you know without thinking, had some brand new athletes in there who have never done the open, and this year they are. And they, they said, Hey, coach, that's not making any of us feel <laughs> really better about this. And I was like, Oh, it's gonna be great, Listen, it's, gonna be, it's just another workout on a Friday. Nope, you're in it now,
0: <laughs> it is. Well, I had a lot of fun tonight. Um, I hope you guys had a good time listening. Uh, sorry we didn't have the, the kids online to give their impression this week. Nope. Uh, so. But Rich Froning actually called me and said, hey, that's my trademark uh, to have kids talking during the podcast. So I had to cut it out this week. But um, so glad you joined us. Hopefully you'll stick around. Uh, we're hoping to bring you some really cool content over the winter. And uh, so check it out. And we'll see you next time on episode three. Talk to you all later.
1: Thanks.